welcome to Park the Bus, the podcast that talks everything Scottish football from up and down the country. Uh, my name is Andy Dixon, and as you've probably been well aware, we have been very quiet at Park the Bus recently. Unfortunately, scheduling, family life, everything else, Christmas, New Year, the whole shebang, it's got on the road um, of delivering our normal content. Uh, I do apologise for that. We will be back as soon as we can. Um, and we get something sorted. But in the meantime, what I've done is I'm going to go through the Lone League review. Um, we chat about the Lone League. As I said, just reviewing where we are with where we are and up to date with it. First of all, I'll give you the league table, and then we'll go from there. So first of all, let's go through the league table. We have top of the league is you guessed it, East Kilbride. Um, they are on 51 points. They have a six-point lead um, over. Heart of Midlothian B, who have got 45 points. They've played a game more, 22 games played. They've played the same number of games as Cumbernauld Colts, but Cumbernauld are a point behind. You've got Bonesh United, a game behind, a point behind, sorry, a match, but played less than both of them, and they're three points behind uh, Cumbernauld on 41. We've got Trinent on 19 games played and 39 points. We've got Civil Service, uh, 21 games played on 36 points. You've got Linlithgow Rose, they've played 19, so they've got a couple of games in hand over teams above them. And they have got 33 points. You've got University Stirling, I've got 21 games played and 32 points, so they've played more games than Linlithgow and a point behind. You've got Celtic B, 21 games played now, with 30 points. You've got Cowden Beath, 20 games played with 29 points. Uh, Cali Braves have got 27 points, they've played the most games in the league with Galafarian below them with 27 points for Cali Braves and Gala have got 25, you've got Broomhill, played 21 games on 24 points, you've got Berwick Rangers have played 23 on 24 points and you've got Albion Overs who have played the least, less, least in the league with 17 games played but 23 points um, and you've got Easterland Chart who have got 22 games played on 16 and then the bottom two um, it's probably where it's going to be most interesting. You've got Gretna, 23 games played on 8 points. And you've got Edinburgh Uni, 21 games played with 5 points. So, this is where we're, this is where it stands at the moment. You've got East Kilbride at the top of the league. Um, everything looked like they were soaring. They looked like they were flying. They've went through a little bit of a sticky patch now. I mean, and since the start of December, they've been beat twice and drawn once. Um, so, it takes them, obviously, now one sixteen, drawn 3, lost 2. Um... They have made some changes, obviously. Truesdale's left, Tappan's left, um, Baldy's went back to our broth, but they have brought in Lewis Spence and they have brought in um, John Robertson as well. So there has been there has been changes there. Um, East Kilbride, you've got Hartmut Lothian B, obviously uneligible for motion, but they have lost their main striker, um, top league's top goal scorer. Uh, he has been sent out on loan to Hamilton Academical, so he's taken that big step up. It's one of the things about being with the B team, I suppose, is that players will can be sent out on loan. I think the good thing is Hearts have probably tried to respect the league and use the same squad over and over. We're not dropping the likes of Craig Gordon down to play reserve football, uh, B team football, which Celtic we have shown us. That's certainly in the rules. Um, they've kept it with the same squad. A few of them probably could do. We maybe going out on loan whether it happens this this January or not is maybe a different story. But again, it's keeping the same squad. Players have stepped up. Um, we'll come on to results and that over the weekend and stuff uh, late in a wee while. Cumbernauld Colts, as I said, we're going down there 44. Not too much I've seen in regards to transfer activity. Bonus United sitting fourth. Um, 
started the season well, obviously, they've, they have slipped away a little, I did see them at the tail end of last year, um, when they played Lithgow Rose, again, I said a, a wee tweet uh, that said that the Bok had had the day off, and the boy was probably right, um, it was a horrible game of football to watch, to be honest, um, Bonus probably were the team that were on top, but that's because Lithgow got a man sent off, um, if not, they might have. They generally might have struggled, or again, it might have just been a wee bit more an entertaining game. But the Alamo didn't come. They didn't pressure, pressure, and pressure. I don't think, and I thought they were looked a bit, a wee bit stale. Trenent, Trenent are the team that I think have maybe got a chance uh, to be the ones that upset East Kilbride. They they're sitting fifth. They've played nineteen games, so they've got two games in hand uh, over East Kilbride. I know one of them's definitely against North Coast, so that's not going to be an easy game. The other one's against Celtic B. And that one's a wee bit controversial because Celtic B have been given the time off to take the to, for the B team to go on a jolly with the first team. Um, I don't think that's right. In regards to that, I understand taking your some of your young players with you, but they should have enough. When you enter a league like that, they should you should have enough players to fulfil that fixture um, rather than taking them on warm weather training. Um, especially because the likelihood of them being in any of Brendan Rodgers' plans is a little bit slim, to be to be honest. So there's your, that's our two games in hand. I mean, if they win both of them, that's some level with hearts. Uh, and then they've still to play Skillbride twice. So I think that that's the... That is the... That is going to be the money with there because two wins against East Kilbride, East Kilbride slip up again, and Trinent are right back in it. They're sitting fifth at the moment, but theoretically, Trinent are still well within this title picture. With civil service strollers um, sitting sixth, very as I've always said it, they're a very solid side um, in the league. Uh, very solid. I mean, they, they obviously got a good a good one at the weekend there. Uh, Harry Harry Gerwig got a hat trick, I believe, and. Then just below them, obviously, Lithgow, they've had a couple of games postponed recently. Um, I've already talked about the game at the at Newton Park, which was absolutely terrible. Still in uni, and going through the same, just going through the same patch, aren't they? They're going through changes in players, it happens, universe, they drop off, they'll come back. Uh, they still have a good, not a bad squad, I've seen them already this year. Again, unfortunately, due to last year's heroics, it is a case that they can't always repeat it. Celtic B... I think, to me, this is my own personal opinion, I feel like they've given up uh, in regards to it. Rangers have, have kind of left. It just feels like, are they going to pack it in? But they, or they should pack it in. Um, because, again, but are, is it that they're just going through spells where these players, maybe the, the young players are coming through, aren't maybe as good as the ones that have come that have left or aren't as experienced? And again, it can be that case as well because it should go in cycles. Um, but again, when you have when you're taking them away to warm weather training, just for the sake of it, when then it's probably it makes a wee, a wee bit of a mockery of the whole thing to be honest. Um, and I'm one of the probably a pro person when it comes to B teams. I'm not going to go and debate that just now because I'd be just debating myself and it'd be weird. Um, Cowden Beath, same Cowden Beath against Hearts B home and away uh, this season. I thought Cowden Beath uh, when they were at um, Ainsley Park and I took a bit of stick I thought they were just this uh, slogger team that were just in their faces and everything else but I mean they deserved it um, at Central Park they definitely deserved the win there beat Hearts hope be home and away well Callum may letting that be disappointing where they are in the league absolutely um, but again it is a case of 
not everything can happen, especially in this league. Not everything's going to happen in one season, and it's going to take time to build. Cali Braves, 11th, more than probably what I'd expect. I'd expected them to be if you were telling me we're Cali, Cali Braves. Same with Gala, although Gala have taken some absolute stonkins over the last couple of weeks. Um, Hearts, Civil Service, Lithgay. Um, well, actually, the Hearts one wasn't even that much a stonking compared to the other two, but. Again, they were they were probably the better team at the first half against at Ainsley Park, um, and then Hearts just got the better of them. And at the end, Broomhall dropped off. They started the season okay. They've I mean they've certainly dropped off now. Um, there's this pack, um, they're in, just in this pack. The, the thing is at this moment in time, there's no there's no fear of relegation because of the the, the bottom sides. Same with Berwick. Obviously, they've had financial issues. Lots of changes. New managers come in, and Tom Scobie, and but again, they're just in this probably just a lot more time to afford to play out. You've got Albion Rovers, eh, obviously they've got so many games in hand over teams above them. I mean, when you're talking to the, the thing as well, they've got five games in hand over eh, Hearts B, who've got 20 in second, but I mean, they've got six games over Gala, Cali Braves as well, but and they are only three points off that, and I mean, theoretically if they win their games in hand, they're suddenly up to like fourth, fifth in the league. So, I mean, it's a lot to it's a lot to happen, but I mean, theoretically they are. But again, it's rebuilding, trying to rebuild in this division after um, after everything that's happened. You've got and then below them, East Stirlingshire, twenty second. They've obviously eight, they're sixteenth, played twenty two games, but they've got sixteen points. I seen them play Hearts Falkirk Stadium. They didn't look they didn't look a bad side at all. Being honest, they didn't look too bad a side uh, that night. They played some really good football. Obviously, they went one 0 down. They came back. They were pushing, certainly pushing for the one. Um, they've now made two really good signings. I think in my well, one really good signing, Callum Tappan. My argument is could Tappan have maybe went a wee bit higher, but again, does he still insert more his personal level? That might, could be the case. And then again, another former Hearts player is Morgaro Gomez. I uh, didn't realise he was still playing. Again, was a handy player in his day. I mean, I think him and Tappan played together in the Hearts midfield 10 years ago. Now they're together at East Stirling, Shire, but they've not got any... There's no real jeopardy. Um, I, I don't think... So it is a case of letting them bed in, uh, getting results that they can. And again, there's lots... You see it all the time about building and stuff, but I mean, in this league, at least for this season and for next season... If Gretna and if Gretna and Edinburgh City don't go down and they don't make big changes, then again there's not going to be too much of a relegation dogfight unless one of the arses drops out. One of the teams I've just mentioned above. You're then talking Gretna. They've played 23 games now. They played Celtic B the night last night just before I was recording. I mean they they were three two up and Celtic B equalised in the last minute. Um, I mean that would have been fatal. Uh, for Edinburgh Uni, had Gretna managed to get a win again. I mean, Gretna got a point at the weekend. They got a point there today, so they're suddenly they've went from being a point in front of Edinburgh Uni to being three points in front of them. And uh, there's only, Edinburgh Uni obviously bottom of the league. Um, again, they've seen their game at time, uh, Ainsley Park against Hearts. I mean, it's a difficult time for them. It's a difficult time for Uni Stirling. Obviously, you've got. Christmas holidays. You've got some of their maybe their top players are not going to be here. They're going to be away still, maybe not back in Edinburgh yet. So, I mean, again, if Celtic B can get a 
a week off to go to fucking wherever they're going in Dubai or something like that for one way of training. Is there no way of um, getting Edinburgh Uni or still in uni, making them be the fixtures against each other and just having a couple of weeks off so that give some time to get some of their players back? But the team that I mean, the team that they put out again, we'll, we'll run into some of the results over the weekends as well. I mean, the team that they put out just was probably some of them were probably older than the Hearts B boys as well, but. Hearts B were certainly bigger, fitter, stronger. You could see that they were just that wee bit more professional. And again, when it was the the way that the goals were going in, I it was getting to eight, nine, ten, and it was I don't know. I felt a wee, I was feeling a wee bit uncomfortable uh, in regards to it. You could see the frustrations in Edinburgh Uni. Some of the players. I mean, the penalty they missed. Hearts missed a penalty at the end of the first half, and then the beginning of the second half they gave the centre half's giving away a silly penalty and it is frustration uh, some of their other players were getting f- frustrations, silly f- silly bookings, things like that but again it is um, it is probably it is the quality um, are they playing at a level maybe above them just now, maybe it is maybe the maybe the Lone League is slightly above uh, Edinburgh Uni at the moment but again, they did have a couple of chances, it wasn't just a proper, as much as the scoreline was 12-0 and it probably could have been 13-14-15 missing a penalty, the goalies made a couple of saves um, they did have a couple of chances themselves and it was maybe like 1-2-0 at that point um, would it just mean it was 12-1 or 12-2, I maybe but at the same time, if you get a couple of goals you get a goal back heads maybe don't drop as far but again it comes down to quality and just that little bit uh, wee bit extra up front so again one of those two teams are going to down. It's pro- at the moment, Edinburgh Uni have still got two games in hand over Gretna. They a point out of one of those two games and they beat Gretna and they get in their game, then suddenly it opens up. It opens up for them and we will see, we'll obviously see how it goes uh, going forward for there. I mean, going through some of the results and some of the fixtures, I'm just going to go and get them just now. So, going forward, um, I'm having just the results, obviously, Last results for the move for this just the tail end of Christmas, Boxing Day, into New Year, and things like that. So, um, we've got Ponies and Lithgow. We knew that was a 0 0 draw. Sterling 2, Cowdenby 3, East Kilbride 1, Albion Overs 3. It was Edinburgh Uni 1, University Sterling 4, Galaferi Dean uh, 2, Better Rangers now, Trenent now, Civil Service Strollers 1, Celtic B 7, Gretna 2008 now. Berwick Rangers 3, Galaferidine 3 and Caledonian Braves 1, Cumbernauld Colts 2. The last two there for the 30th, a lot of games have been postponed due to weather um, as well, just at the tail end of 2023. So we've got into the new year, we've got over the last uh, last weekend's fixtures, we've got Hartford Lothian 12, Edinburgh University now, Celtic B2, Brownhill now, Trenent now Berwick Rangers won. That's two defeats in the bounce for Trenent. I've just told with it, and as much as I looked at their fixtures, they still got. I still think they're in there. And I talked about East Colbride slip. I think Trenent are having a little slip as well. Um, Grenton two thousand and eight won. University Stirling won. East Colbride nil. Cali Braves nil. Civil Service seven. Galaferidine nil. So it was seven, not six. Bonish United four. East Stirling two. Gretna, and then the result last night, Gretna 3, Celtic B3. 
again, that was <laughs> probably that's losing two points rather than gain a point for Gretna. But I mean, they are going to go to Dumbarton on Saturday uh, against Broomhall. You've got Berwick Rangers against Civil Service at Shieldfield. You've got Cali Braves at Albion Rovers um, at Alliance Park. You've got Cowden Beath at home to Bonus uh, United. Cumbernauld Colts are at home to East Kilbride at Broadwood. You've got East Stirling Chart are at home to Lithgow Rose at Falkirk Stadium. Tapping and Gomez straight in there. You've got Edinburgh Uni are at home to Celtic B at Perfermal. You've got Galaferidine are at home to Trinent at Netherdale. And you've got University Stirling are at home to Hart Midlothian B at Fourth Bank, which is where Hearts B used to play their games before they became Hearts B as we know them today. So there are your fixtures there. We've got ones on the 20th as well because it's Scottish Cup weekend, but there is some, some of the Lowland League games that are uh, certainly going to be uh, played as well. So you've got at um, Clifton, Val, uh, Clifton Hill, even I should say, Albion Rovers versus Lithgow Rose, that's one of the rearranged, and Civil Service Strollers are at home to Edinburgh University at Christie Park. And then on the Sunday... Is University of Stirling are at home to Cowden Beath, and that's actually the Lone League Cup. And then the Lone League Cup on the twenty third is Broomhill are at home to East Kilbride. So there, yeah, there are fixtures for the next couple of weeks. There's lots of football to be played. Um, lots of lots of teams maybe going out to prove a point. I mean, going looking at it at the moment, East Kilbride, Trinent both could do with wins. Um, Alwyn Overs could do with a win as well. Get themselves back up the league. Um, but again, Lithgow Rose probably could need a couple of wins as well. Um, again, good place. Uh, a good point would be obviously a good win would be to go to the Falkirk Stadium and to beat East Stirlingshire. Um, but they've obviously had improvements in their midfield. One person I didn't talk about was um, Gallica Lennon at Lithgow Rose. Um, if anybody doesn't know, that's Neil Lennon's son. And to be honest, he has he looked out he looked outstanding from what I've seen of him at uh, Newton Newton Park the other week. I think that he needs he's there to play first to play minutes more than anything else. Is it a case that he's maybe in the wrong, um, maybe maybe playing at a division just that little bit below him? Maybe it is, but at the same time, it's minutes. It's the same reason that beat some of the B teams are in here as well. Let's get these boys minutes, and he looks certainly. Um, certainly out capable. It's good that they've managed to keep him uh, to the end of the season as well um, on loan for St Mirren. So, yeah, I mean, there's certainly lots of lots of good football Lowland League. It's always quality. It's always good to come and uh, to revisit that as well. Being honest, it's always better when it's not just me reviewing it. I should say. Um, but again, it's thank you for everyone, everyone that's listening. Christ, I've been talking for nearly twenty minutes, so I do apologise about that. Um, but we are part of the bus. We are proudly sponsored by Sharna, the independent fashion brand based in Scotland, the Swedish soul. Get yourself 10% off as a part of the bus listener. Just put in promo code part of the bus pod. I'll pop it in the links as well, okay? And again, thank you very much for listening. It has been me talking. And again, thank you very much. <laughs>